from playing 18 to a full 60. Early leads to buzzer beaters. It all starts by getting on the board. Welcome inside a very special episode of On the Board. Happy holidays to you. I'm Colby McKee. Out there in the stratosphere, Lance Dahl is with us. Happy holidays to you, yeah. (laughs) That's all you can say in this year of 2020. Uh, Also on the line, Mr. Corey Bacoskis is here. Hello, hello. How's it going, Colby? Doing well, sir. How about you? I'm doing good. Just enjoying the West Coast winters. Yeah, it's uh, we, we got a dump in the snow here in Alberta. Anything on your side of things? No, it's sunny today. Just maybe a little rain oh. here and there throughout the week, but it's nice and sunny. Fuck, you want to give me a seven-day forecast you. while we're at it? Like, what's, what's going on here? Yeah, we got a little bit of cloud on, on Wednesday morning. But, yeah. uh, also on the line tonight, he appeared uh, last year during this special time of the year. It is Mr. Troy Durrell. Troy, welcome back to the podcast, sir. Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, thanks for having me back on. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, this episode. Appreciate you once again coming on. It should be a very fun one, uh, considering it is the holiday season. And uh, quite frankly, we all don't have much to do with the current state of the world. Uh, The World Junior Hockey Championships will be at the forefront uh, for most uh, hockey fans here during this holiday season. And uh, like we talked about last year, uh, we, we, we did a deep dive on Team Canada heading into the World Junior Hockey Championship. And uh, there's no other person we want to have on with us than Troy. Uh, so we'll jump right into things, Troy. Uh, we'll talk about this year's team, this edition of Team Canada. Uh, quite frankly, loaded up front in the forward groups uh, with the likes of Quentin Byfield and Dylan Cousins and Kirby Dock returning from the Blackhawks. A um, couple question marks in goal. Not a lot of experience, I would say, uh, in, in net. And then the defenseman, a couple you know, key names in uh, Bowen Byram and Jamie Drysdale uh, kind of leading the pack in terms of name value for the defense core. Uh, but get, give us your take on this year's edition of Team Canada and uh, what they can expect in their group play. Uh, yeah, uh, this version of Team Canada, obviously, as you said, super deep up front, uh, very well-rounded, I think, on the back end. And then their goaltending, there's a bit of a question mark. Uh, Taylor Gauthier, though, has been uh, pretty pretty good in uh, the WHL with a fairly average Prince George Cougar team. And then uh, Devin Levi had uh, researching him. He's really impressed me uh, the last couple of years. He was the Junior A Player of the Year um, representing Canada at the Junior A Championship where I believe he won um, a bronze medal. So all three of their guys, as well as Dylan Garand, have uh, represented Canada at the international stage. Uh, Goche winning Gold at the Holinka Gretzky, uh, Garand winning silver in the same tournament, and then uh, Levi winning a bronze in the Junior A Challenge. So um, maybe a little bit of question mark in net, but uh, other than that, they are very well-rounded. And I was mentioning to Lance uh, the other week that 20 of their 22 skaters are first-rounders. So just for a little comparison, uh, the 2005 Dream Team had 12 first-rounders. Now, obviously quality over quantity but uh this year's team is definitely loaded one of the more loaded teams we've seen in the past couple years you talk about all the first rounders i mean it's it's crazy when you have to start sending first rounders home like i mean i know matthew robertson had to go home because of safety protocols um, but he's a first rounder i mean really greg got sent home i mean jake neighbors he didn't even get invited there's a lot of talent um for canada in this age group 
Um, getting away from Canada is their team that you kind of think has a good shot against them. I mean, the Americans, they're bringing back a lot of top 10 picks. I mean, Zagras, Caulfield, Turcotte, um, they're pretty top heavy there, but um, obviously they don't have the first round depth like, like Canada does. Is there any other kind of team that, that has a good shot against Canada? Yeah, you mentioned the United States. Uh, they're definitely in the conversation again this year. They, by far and away, I think maybe Sweden could uh, contend for them in terms of the quality that they have in net. Uh, Spencer Knight, the Florida Panthers first rounder, uh, returns as well as Dustin Wolf, uh, who is a Calgary Flames prospect. Um, they lost a couple guys uh, due to COVID um, with uh, uh, John Beecher um, and then his roommate, Thomas Bordalo. Uh, had to uh, opt out of the tournament, I guess. And then uh, the other team that I think is the uh, team that I think is most uh, prepared or uh, most balanced, I guess, to beat Canada would be the Russians. Um, Yaroslav Askarov returns your boy. After having a pretty subpar uh, 2020 World Junior where he seemingly didn't look like he really knew what he was doing out there, it was definitely not the guy that everyone had been hyping up. So he's dominated the KHL. I think I saw some stat that he's under uh, a goal. His goals against average is like 0.83 or something ridiculous like that. So he will be coming to the World Juniors uh, with some motivation to uh, make up for last year. And they have a talented roster as well. Um, they uh, bring back Valsili Paul Colson, who uh, should be their captain, uh, as well as there's some guys on the fancy anchors, Netsoff, um, Shakir. Um, yeah, just call him Shakir. Like, well. Yeah, Shakir's good. Yeah, Shakir Mamradulin, or however you say his name. Yeah, he. Uh, he should uh, be a good force on the back end, and I definitely think that they are the toughest competition for Canada. Uh, every single year, there's one or two players that end up elevating, whether it's draft stock or perceived stock at the World Juniors. Uh, Troy, across the entire tournament, what, who are those couple players that could see their names be elevated this year? Now, this tournament has been... Uh, Lots of teams are bringing older teams, uh, lots of 19-year-olds. Canada, for example, the only draft eligible on their team is a 19-year-old in Taylor Gauthier. Um, Jesper Wallenstein from Sweden, I think, definitely has a good chance to up his draft stock. But one guy that I really am forward to look get a good look at is uh, Brad Lambert, or Brad Lambert, depending on how you want to say his name, from <laughs> Finland, the 16-year-old who isn't draft eligible until next year. Uh, they had the line rushes up for tonight's game against the United States in their pre-tournament game, and he is on the second line uh, right wing. So it looks like Finland is going to give him lots of chances to uh, produce, and uh, he would be a guy that I, off the top of my head, um, am looking forward to seeing, and this should give him a good chance to boost his draft stock over guys like uh, Shane Wright or uh, Matthew Savoie, who aren't at the tournament. You talked about the uh, the goaltending trio that is for Team Canada. Uh, your estimation: Do you expect Gauthier to, to get the start? Uh, how do you how do you perceive the uh, the depth chart for the goaltenders heading into this tournament? Yeah, just off of um, reading through Twitter, uh, watching the scrimmages. I guess there were the couple scrimmages that they put online for people to watch. Uh, Devin Levi 
was still in the quarantine phase and wasn't able to play. But the one full scrimmage he did play, um, he had a 36-save shutout. Uh, it sounds like the coaches, Jason LaBarbera, the goaltending coach, uh, Andre Turnier, the head coach, have both really been impressed with him. Uh, Mark Masters said that Devin Levi will be getting the start tomorrow versus Russia in their pre-tournament game. So I would be very surprised if he wasn't the number one guy. Um, I think Gauthier will back him up just due to the fact that he's a 19-year-old and then Garand will be used as the third goalie, um, more so for experience because he's eligible to come back next year. Yeah, that's a good point. I think Garand, he's that 18-year-old. Um, I don't know if he gets into games, maybe as maybe one or two, but um, he looks like he's going to be the guy next year. Yeah, I want to know who's the worst team. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Oh, worst team. Um, you know, just I watched Austria, uh, Switzerland today. Um, both of them, they seem like they are pretty on par with each other. Uh, the one team that I think will really disappoint people and that they're lucky that there's no relegation round this year is going to be Slovakia. Um, they have a lot of, they brought a lot of younger players. Uh, and quite frankly, their roster just isn't that good. Uh, they sent their best player home from their kind of quarantine camp. Um, Kajovic, I think his name is, uh, the fourth rounder from Tampa Bay. Uh, due to the fact that he was apparently throwing dirty body checks over the course of practice, and that he he wasn't a great fit on the team. So when you're sending your probably highest skilled and best player uh, home, your chances at doing much of anything in this tournament, I think, uh, are slim to none. Holy. <laughs> that is insane. Um, appreciate the insight there, Troy. And uh, so we didn't just have Troy on to talk about Team Canada here in this 2021 tournament. We want to do a very special starters episode where we draft our all-time World Junior team, which consists of a goalie, two defensemen, three forwards, uh, any player that played from 2000 till current day, and the the catches as well. We're trying to get a player from every or from different countries. So we can't have two Canadians, can't have two Americans, two Russians, blah, 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 blah. So uh, without further ado, the draft order was created uh, randomly. I promise it was completely random, did not fix this. But I have the first overall pick in the all-time World Junior Starters episode. And without further ado, I'm going to pick... From Canada, Jordan Eberle. Uh, to put it frankly, he's a goal-scoring machine. He had 26 points in 12 games for the Red and White. Uh, gold and silver medal back in 09 and 10. And uh, most people know from his uh, heroics against Russia, the golden goal of his time back in 09. 20 seconds to go in the third. Hodgson. Filatov picks it up. Filatov with time to the line. Ellis knocks it down. They battle on the wall for it. Ellis in there as well. Boychuk looking for it. Tavares pulls it out. Tavares backhand towards the goal. Loose puck. Everybody scores! Tie game! Can you believe it? And uh, amazingly, I found out he had a 27.5% shooting percentage over his two tournaments with Team Canada, which is, uh, quite frankly, outstanding. Yeah. 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 Sure. Not a bad pick. I mean, he's good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. 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 Good. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> number two on this draft goes to yeah. Troy. 
All right, fellas. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Ryan Ellis. Um, he had the most points ever by a D-man at the World Juniors uh, with 25 points in 19 total games. Uh, he played in three tournaments for Canada, uh, helping them win a gold and silver, two silvers, I guess, from 2009 to 2011. Uh, one of the best all-around defensemen I've seen play in the tournament. Uh, he could create offense and then turn around and defend uh, outstandingly in his own in his own zone. Uh, so yeah, Ryan Ellis is my pick. Yeah, I think that's a good pick, mainly because I think I, I'm trying to think of like a demon that kind of replicates what Ellis did. I mean, three years all point per game, all an impact player. I mean, he was out there as a 17-year-old in that last minute against the Russians, right? Like, um, just doing the research yeah. here, I can't find a demon that, that really matches his resume. But, so, yeah, good pick. For sure. And as you mentioned, like, the Eberly goal doesn't mm-hmm. happen without Ellis keeping the puck in uh, on at the blue line there. He had to knock it down, like, with his shoulder. Um, just, yeah, just a crazy play when you really look back on it. Um yeah, Ryan Ellis is uh, the guy I'm going to go with. All right, fantastic choice there, Troy. Uh, up next, number three, oh, Lance Dahl. Trying to, I've been trying to figure out after your first two picks of like what country I want to take off because I feel like that's the toughest part of building this is trying to figure out what country you go in what spot. Um, so for mm-hmm. that reason, I'm going to burn my American pick and go with defenseman John Carlson. A short tenure at the World Junior, mm. the one year, I believe, the seven games, uh, was a point per game, but of course had the gold medal winning goal in overtime uh, coming down the left side. It was just, uh, it was one of those moments for, not necessarily, like we may not remember it as well, but for American hockey fans and for growing the sport south of the border, uh, that was an incredible moment um, for USA Hockey. And uh, as a player, it would have been nice to see John Carlson get into more World Juniors, but the fact that he was a point per game in his one and stood out that much to me, uh, I feel he was one of the best defensemen that's come through in the past 20 years, so I'll go Carlson. I like that pick. Yeah. He, was a, no, he was a solid defenseman. And, yeah, <laughs> speaking as, like, a Canadian, I mean, you watch that goal, it makes your like your stomach drop. Like, it's just – it's crushing – because there goes the yeah. drive for six or whatever they're calling it back then. <laughs> the, the drive for whatever number they were on. Uh, up next here in our starters, Volume 6 All-Time World Junior Draft is Corey. Yes. All right. got to figure out what I want to do here. Um, okay. I know what I want to do. This is uh, – you could probably call this a Seabiscuit pick, but this is more strategical. Um, with these smaller – countries i just feel like it's tough to find top players that like did something and had an impact so um probably see biscuit see biscuit pick here but i'm going uh rostislav klesla of czech yeah, republic you it. So, yeah Ooh. so 2001 gold medal it's the last time the czech republic has won a gold medal he was the uh top defenseman that year um, I know Klesla is like a defensive guy, defensive D-man on, um, in the NHL, and he was back then, but he still put up seven points in that tournament. Um, plus eight led them to the gold medal there alongside Pavel Brendel, the Calgary hitman. <laughs> uh, um, and like the Czechs won the year before, and I think as a smaller nation like that, I mean, it's, it's hard to win once, but to win it back-to-back. So um, I'm going Klesla and taking him off the board for the Czechs there. 
strictly strategic. I don't think he's the fourth best player ever, but anyway, that's where I'm going with that. Very interesting. I like it though. You're you're, you're thinking you're you're yeah. zigging with anyone zagging, and that's fantastic stuff. Uh, because it is a snake draft style format, Corey also gets the next pick oh, in our draft. All right, now where do I go? Um, I think I am gonna go with suspense. Um, Alex Ovechkin. Um. Because he won the uh, 03 gold, 05, got the silver. Um, best forward in 05. I mean, 25 points in 18 games over his three years there. Um, yeah, I think he was just dominating all three of those years. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm going with Ovi. Can't argue with that pick. No, he had a great – he's had a pretty good NHL career, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, as well. So when uh, Just when I was researching Ovi, it just made me laugh at – I have it in my notes in – big bold letters being like very classic Ovechkin stat line with like 18 goals and 7 assists yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly uh, next up in the yeah, draft so Lance is on I deck I like what Corey did with his first selection I need to go off the board a little bit uh, to just lock up a top end foreign player that's not one of the power countries that we'd think of then I actually thought you were going to go here Corey uh Nino Niederreiter is my guy that I'm going to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, two World yeah. Juniors, 13 mm-hmm. games, had 14 points. He, when we talked earlier about, when I was asking Troy, different players that can elevate their draft stock, that's exactly what Nino Niederreiter did over the course of the World Juniors, was elevated to the point that he was becoming must-watch TV during his time at the World Juniors. Every single game that Switzerland was a part of, you almost felt compelled to watch just because you wanted to see Nito Niederreiter put in another game winner or make a, some kind of turning point kind of play. And uh, and there was not many guys from different countries other than the power ones that really had that kind of impact. So so I'm comfortable taking Nito Niederreiter here. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, it was probably between him or Klesla, and I just wanted the defenseman. But I think a big thing with Niederreiter, Switzerland – the year before, just got promoted yeah. from the lower division. And then that year, they finished fourth. They lost in the bronze. So, like, talk about a star. He led that team to, you know, one of their best finishes all time. Fantastic stuff there. On deck now is Troy once again. Well, I see there's a common theme of picking non-traditional uh, powerhouses. So, I will continue that theme. Uh, I'm going to go in net. Uh, Dennis Goldla from Ooh. Slovakia. He is the only MVP to come from a non-traditional hockey power. Uh, just the amount of insane, like, 10 bell saves he made during that tournament um, is one of the world junior memories that really stick into my brain that doesn't include Canada. Uh, just the fact he single-handedly willed Slovakia to their second medal at the world juniors um, just yeah is really ingrained in my mind so dennis goldla uh hope that guy's doing well because uh, he is on my fantasy i love the pick there that that is very uh off the board but that's fantastic get your uh non-powerhouse country out of the way there in this fantasy draft Uh, i am up next with my next pick and uh, i am gonna kind of buck the trend a little bit i'm gonna go to uh, another forward from sweden Going to go with Alex Nylander uh, over his three years with Sweden, racked up 28 points in 21 games. Um, Just a complete offensive dynamo 
for Sweden. Uh, only had two penalty minutes as well, which is uh, not too shabby. Uh, no, I know he's never been a uh, very physical, enforceful player, but uh, offensive dynamo for Nylander, so he's on my team. And then, because another snake draft format, I am up next, and I am going to go. This one might be a little bit suspect. I'll let you guys laugh at me if you think. I'm going to go to Russia for my Please. goaltender. And go with and- oh. Andre Makarov. Oh, that is a great pick. Um, I he only played two years with Russia back in in 2011 and 2012. Uh, but his his counting stats are one thing, but just the memories I have in my head of Makarov making incredible, uh, you know, butterfly saves and, and stealing games for Russia in those couple tournaments uh, really stand out for me. So I really want him on my team. So I'll pick him there. Yeah, I was at the gold medal game in 2012 when I was in Calgary, Russia, Sweden, and Russia got absolutely run out of the building. And the only reason why it was 0-0 heading into overtime was because of Andre Makarov. And then Zabinajad beat him with that uh, crazy D. Uh, that was the only mm-hmm. one that got past him. So, no, I don't think I don't think anyone will laugh at you for that. Oh, I appreciate yeah, that. Personally, I really enjoy it because he was a guy I had on my list for sure. I mean... You could have picked Fantastic. Yaroslav Skarov, <laughs> Russian goalie, but I mean, close enough. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, he did I everything he could do in, in that gold medal game, but so, I mean, they just couldn't score. And yeah, what a great game that was. 100%. Uh, next up, we are back to Troy once again. Yeah, so I'm going to go with another Russian at forward, uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov. <laughs> Um, I think he's in the conversation for the most dominant Russian forward since 2000. Uh, he ripped up both world juniors he played in, posting 11 points in seven games for Russia in 2011, uh, where he helped the Russians obviously beat Canada for gold. And then he followed that up with a tournament MVP the year after, uh, scoring six goals and seven assists for 13 points in seven games, uh, where, as you just mentioned, the Russians won silver. So he was a guy... Um, against Canada, he seemed like he always, always showed up to play. Um, I think half of his points from the most recent tournament he played in in 2012 came from the semifinal against Canada. So uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov is going to be the first forward I take. Like that pick. Love it. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Next up, Lance Dahl back with us. There's some good picks out here. Some good picks. Mm -hmm. Um... So I got Nino Niederreiter and John Carlson. I'm trying to figure out where I want to go. Uh, I think, think I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go Rasmus Dahlin as my next pick. One of the oh, there you go. more standout players in recent World Junior memory for a lot of players, or for a lot of people rather. And I think when you look at the body of work that Rasmus Dahlin put together, um, over the course of his World Juniors. And as a guy that came in with a lot of, I, like, fanfare, evidently, and well worth all the fanfare, but it's tough for a lot of players to go into that tournament and leave when you have those high expectations, leave there with even higher expectations. And I found that Darlene was able to do that for the most part during his time at the World Juniors. Uh, so that's why I am going to go with him as my next selection. I don't mind that. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Uh, next up in our draft All is right. Corey once again. Got back-to-back pickers here. So 
I'm liking how my team's kind of forming here, and I'm going to keep my last two picks to be Canadians and Americans. So I got to go a Sweden and a Finn here. I think with my third pick, I got to go, I got to stick with the Rasmuses, and I'm going Rasmus Ristolainen of Finland. Um, I mean, the OT golden goal, right? Like in 2014 in Sweden, I mean, that's got to just be the best feeling ever, not only to win uh, the first gold Finland's had in a number of years, the first of a, a string of three they had in six, um, but to do it in Sweden, your rival's country, that's that's just got to be the greatest feeling. And then he was named top defenseman of that tournament. Um, and this is also a year after they were in relegation. I mean, Finland really flipped the switch, and I think he was a big part of it on the back end there. Yeah, I, and I think you look at that 14 team, it was good, but it was nothing compared to the 16 team that won two years later. Like So Finland getting that that win that year, that was huge for them, and he was a big part. Yeah, agreed. Um, and talking about their rival, I will take my Swede. I had a little tough time picking this guy, but I think he, he dominated in his, in his years. Um, I'm going Philip Forsberg. He did win the gold medal, but it was in a, in a smaller role when he was a 17-year-old. But um, he captained them to two silver medals in 13 and 14. So he got a gold and two silvers. Um, he was an all-star in, in 2013. And then he had uh, that most valuable player award in 2014. So, I mean, he, he, he played really well for the Swedes. Uh, finished with 18 points in 19 games. Um, yeah, he, he was a big part of Sweden's success during the, the mid 2010s there. Nice pick up there, Sweden, Finland. Starting to round out your roster there, Corey. Ooh, uh, next up, Lansdahl. Also, head the Scandinavia route. I'm going to go to Finland with Patrick Laine as my next pick. Only playing the one world junior, but a goal per game over seven games, 13 points. Uh, if there was ever one of the best goal scorers in world junior history, I would say. Uh, Patrick Laine would have to be in that conversation considering how lethal he was every single time he touched the puck. Uh, that's obviously carried from a goal-scoring perspective in the NHL, but his time in the world junior was just it – was, it was something else. I mean, we don't get a lot of guys that go goal per game. So uh, pretty easy pick for me to take Patrick Laine here. Love it. Absolutely love it. He was a uh, dynamic – uh, in his years with Finland as a youngster. Uh, next up, Troy once yeah, again. I once again am going to follow the trend. I am going to go with Jesse Pugliarvi. Um Obviously, mm. as Lance mentioned, and Corey as well, uh, that 26 Finnish team uh, was probably one of the better non-Canadian teams uh, that we've seen in the tournament in recent memory. Um, he had 17 points in seven games uh, as a draft eligible, so you don't really need to say much. Uh, after that, that. that could be up there with one of the best lines <laughs> yeah. in the world junior history with Pugliarvi, Line, and Aho. Like, I mean, Canada wasn't very good that year, but they oh, yeah. they dominated teams that year. Like, it wasn't even close. Absolutely, no. That's a that's a good point by you, Corey. Uh, great pick there, Troy. I am up next with my next selection. I've got a Canadian, I've got a Swede, I've got a Russian. Uh, I am going to go to Germany with my next pick. And uh, on D, going with Mo Sider, the defenseman. Uh, 14 points in 17 games. 
um, played for three years for that German national team. And uh, not just, you know, providing a solid, uh, stable force on the back end for Germany. Kind of, you know, lean years results-wise for the Germans, uh, but he was a stabilizing force on the back end. So I'm going to go Mo Sider uh, with my defenseman pick. And then I'm going to go on the flip side, go to the United States. And as I scroll here, I am going to go... With my last forward, going to pick uh, Jordan Schroeder, United States forward. Uh, 27 points in 19 games over three years with the red, white, and blue. An assist machine, 20 assists in 19 games. Nothing to sh- you know, shake your head at. And, uh, yeah, I just remember many memories of Schroeder putting up, you know, four or five-point games, albeit against some lesser competition. Uh, in the early stages of those U.S. victories. Uh, but nonetheless, a uh, very dynamic offensive player in, in Schroeder there. So I'll pick him as my last forward. And next up, we have Troy once again. Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, Zach Parise. Uh, he might be the closest comparable to uh, Jordan Eberle from an American standpoint just due to his play at the World Juniors, uh, especially the Olympics. Uh, I think his goal in the gold medal game obviously gets overlooked by Crosby's, but um, that would have been uh, huge for USA Hockey. Um, Then just in terms of World Juniors, uh, he was very key in the Americans winning their first gold medal in 2004. Uh, He had 11 points in six games. I believe he was named tournament MVP, and then he had 19 points in 13 games overall. So uh, Zach Parise, uh, Captain, Captain America. Love the pick. Fantastic stuff there, Troy. Uh, up next, Lance Dahl. The most cider pick. <laughs> are, we, are we not going to talk about that at all? Let's go, man. I would, I would respectfully would say, say it's a better pick than Jordan Schrader. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's fine. I mean, everyone's building their team, and I picked my selection. So, get pick of the night. With the, with, with the most cider. No, I got, oh, well, I got one cup. Right. That's <laughs> fine. Um, truthfully, I have missed marking off uh, who's been taken. So uh, I, I'm going to hope. Going to hope that your friend in mind, uh, Gino Malkin, is still available. He is. And the reason why I'm glad that he is is because he is, yes. Uh, 25 points over three World Juniors. Uh, was able to participate three times, eight goals, 17 assists. Uh, Getty Malkin was really, you know, like after the Ovechkin hype came through, and then everyone was like, oh, shit, this Malkin guy is pretty good too. And, uh, and he didn't disappoint playing three times. Uh, I- I've very rarely seen teams have to completely lock down four of their own guys onto one of the opposition. But it felt like every time Malkin had the puck, he was getting triple teamed minimum mm. by the rest of whoever he was playing that night. Uh, it was it was quite the scene for Evgeny Malkin, and, and he was able to consistently put up points throughout it. So uh, Gino finds a spot on my team. All right. Fantastic choice there, Lance. Corey, I just happened to what have say you? a goalie spot open. And I just happened to have a Canadian open. And I just happened to have Evgeny Malkin. Just, I think I'm going to pick the guy that shut out of Genny Malkin in 06, and I'm going with Justin Pogge. Good pick. 
Good pick. I Justin Pogge when mm. I was thinking of like, oh, who should I have a go- as a goalie for this? Then I looked at his stats and I'm like, oh my god, how is he not one of the best <laughs> Canadians to play in the World Juniors ever? Sorry, I'm just going to rattle through these. 6 0 0, one goals against, 952 saves, three mm-hmm. shutouts. Two of them were in the semi and in the final. Of the six goals he gave up in the whole tournament, five were on the power play. He only gave up one even strength. And that team, like that, that was right after the Dream Team. And their best players were what? Blake Como, Dustin Boyd, Steve Downey, right? Like they had Cam Barker, was the only returning player. Like he. Oh, it just I don't think he gets enough respect. <laughs> I think his NHL career didn't pan out, so people don't really think about him. But he, he's my goalie. He's coming back. That is uh, – no, he's right up there, 100%. I, I like to pick a lot. I got an American pick. Um, <laughs> I honestly have to say that I like uh, <laughs> Troy's Parise pick. But I think a close second has to be Derek Stepan. For uh, Stepan, what he did for in 2010, winning the gold medal. Um, Lance mentioned earlier all the mm. things that Carlson did in that year um, on defense. It was Stepan up front, definitely. It was, it was the two of them mm. leading that team. Um, he was the captain. He had 15 points in seven games that year, or sorry, 14. I think I saw on Wikipedia. I think Elite Prospects had it wrong, but um, yeah, that's going to round up my team. A nice center between Ovechkin and Forsberg, set him up and. Uh, yeah, they. Yeah, he was a great player that year. Fantastic stuff. We'll review the rosters here as we wind yeah, down our draft. Uh, but Lance, you're up next with your final pick. Get, um, a Canadian in my team finally, as I've procrastinated that long enough. From the 2007 gold medal team, Carey Price will be my goaltender. Mm-hmm. Uh, tournament MVP, just a touch uh, worse numbers. Than Justin Pogue, you think he had two shutouts and and uh, a huge one point one four goals against. Uh, he was giving up goals left, right, and center. Carey Price, right? Um, just kidding. He was an absolute stud, and the the memory of, of Carey Price and like how his career kind of has transformed to now really started in that World Juniors, and uh, I, I think there's a lot of weight that needs to be put into that, although. Uh, like Corey was saying, Justin Pogge, really, when you look at his numbers, Pogge should have been, like, a top-five goaltender in the NHL, and somehow that didn't happen. But uh, but Carey Price was able to make it happen. And uh, with the tournament MVP on top of everything that he did in that tournament, uh, for me, no-brainer as my goaltender. Fantastic. Cannot go wrong with Mr. Price in net. Uh, your last pick, Troy, you're up. Uh, with my last pick... I am going to go, this might be a little bit off the board. Maybe not, but I'm going to go with Rasmus Sandin. Uh, he won the best mm. defenseman uh, in this past tournament with Sweden, uh, helping the Swedes win a bronze medal. He had 10 points in seven games, and he was an absolute horse for a team that had that featured all first-rounders, I believe, on the back end. So uh, he was definitely a step above everyone on that uh, defense core, and I am going to select uh, Rasmus Sandin with my final pick. That is definitely not off the board. I like that pick a lot there. Uh, fantastic stuff. And last but certainly not least, we've come back to myself with this final pick. And... Uh, uh, I'll be honest with you, gentlemen. I am, uh, I, I'm struggling to uh, to find a, a final defenseman here. Um, I, I, I'm looking at some fins. I'm looking at uh, yeah. I, I, I like the oof there. I'm looking at a Czech Republic, perhaps. Um, 
Oh, doctor, I'm gonna go. Sorry, I'm also working on a very slow laptop as well. <laughs> so uh, let's scroll, and we are gonna go. There you go. With uh, only you, Levy. As a defenseman, 15 points in 18 games. Uh, also an assist hound, 14 assists in 18 games over three years with Finland. Only four penalty minutes, which is nice. I like uh, a, a guy that can stay on the ice, so that's fantastic. Um, so, I mean, I'll put it out there. There's the elephant in the room. Uh, my defenseman is, is Mo Sider and Ole Ulevi. And uh, I, I don't know how confident they're going to be alongside the likes of uh, Gino Malkin and uh, you know, Derek Stefan and, and Patrick Laine, but uh, you know, I, I own it, yeah, so that's that's what it is here on this edition cool. of the draft. It's, it's very unfortunate for you that this was uh, only 2,000 to present because uh, you could have gone oh, the I think he was the best forward. Right was he the best forward one here? <laughs> <laughs> Big boy there. Oh, what? Yeah, really? he was, I think oh. I think it's best defenseman. Maybe, uh, may, maybe it was, maybe it was best forward. I just I, I just have him on a list of best <laughs> something and saw and saw it was Lithuania <laughs> and was like, yeah, too bad that this is from like nineteen. Yeah, he's a beauty. or something, but yeah. I appreciate the support there, Troy. Uh, that's why we have you on. Uh, so w- what we'll do is we'll go through uh, our right, final roster, uh, starting with Corey. Who makes your all-time roster. World Junior team? Philip Forsberg from Sweden on the wings with uh, Derek Stepan in the middle from America. And then I got uh, Rostislav Klesla and uh, Rasmus Ristolainen from the, the Czechs and from Finland. And then... In goal, the man who can do it all himself doesn't even need any offense. Justin Pogi. In goal, there. That's a that's a pretty stout roster. I'll admit that. I, that's I, fantastic. I, I, uh, Lance, who makes your team? Best. And uh, I don't I don't think there's any question. Uh, Nino Niederreiter from Switzerland. Oh, okay. Patrick Laine from Finland. Evgeny <laughs> Malkin from Russia. Uh, on the blue line, John Carlson from the states and Rasmus Dahlin from Sweden. And in goal, Carey Price. I. Uh, I, I couldn't poke a hole in my team even if I tried. <laughs> no, those are uh, some pretty good names right there. 100%. Uh, Troy, who well, made your team? You might think that Carey Price is the best goaltender in uh, World Junior history, but obviously it's Dennis Goldla who uh, <laughs> who will defend the crease for Team Troy. Then uh, we got Ryan Ellis and Rasmus Sandin, uh, two puck-moving defensemen who can get the puck up to uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Jesse Pugliarvi, and Zach Parise. Uh Just a few guys who can put the puck in the net. So uh, I definitely think my team wow. is uh, head and shoulders above Lance. Uh, Lance's Corey's <laughs> with uh, Justin Pogi and Radislav Klesla scare me a little bit, but uh, that's not true. Is just hot garbage. Yeah, that's that's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you you drafted a good team, but uh, I couldn't let fair, you uh, think. So, and uh, last but certainly not least, no one's uh, being scared of my team. Um, I've got uh, Andre Makarov in net from Russia. On defense, Mo Sider from Germany, OU Levy from Finland. Uh, my number one overall pick, now that I'm questioning it, Jordan Eberle from Canada, Alex Nylander from Sweden, and uh, Jordan Schroeder from the United States of America flank my forward groups. Uh, ha- let us know on our social medias who has the best roster 
I think we have a lot of votes for Lance. I think we'll get a lot of votes for Corey, a lot of votes for Troy, and absolutely no votes for yours truly. And uh, that's okay about that. So, uh, you know, big thanks to you, Troy, once again, for being a part of this podcast. We greatly appreciate your insight on the World Juniors and uh, hopefully had some yeah, fun with this yeah, draft. Yeah, absolutely. It was a ton of fun. I uh, appreciate you boys for having me back on. Uh, thankful that you guys uh, decided I was cool enough to be on the, on the board podcast for a second time. Yes, sir. You are a friend of the pod. You always will be. And uh, we'll gladly have you on anytime you want. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash on the board podcast. We're on Twitter at on the board pod. Just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has found us, downloaded, subscribed, uh, told your friends about us. We greatly appreciate it. Happy holidays. Hope you stay safe. And we'll talk to you real soon. For Corey Bacoskis, Lance Dahl, Troy Durrell, Colby McKee, signing off. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to On the Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform. And find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on the board podcast. Yes! Yes!